Hey, all you beautiful listeners out there, this is Jason. Um, you might be wondering why I'm introducing the show. It's because I am taking over. I booted Josh out of here. <laughs> Such, oh, an, no, ass. Such an ass. Such an ass. No, this is the uh, Ectoplasm show, and of course Josh is here with me. How's I am going, here. Man? I am here. Fear not. <laughs> how's, it, how's it going up there in Iowa? Not too shabby, man. The weather could be a little nicer, but I uh, can't really complain, you know. It's, no, it's not snowing or anything like that, so I'm really not bitching. <laughs> so we have Adnan with us. Did I pronounce that correctly? Everybody seems to get pronounce it differently that tries to pronounce your name around me. <laughs> That's quite all right. I mean, Adnan, 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 whichever way. Well, which, which <laughs> so, do you prefer? Adnan is just fine. I, honestly, I've over the years, I've just stopped caring. You know, it's like it really doesn't matter. As long as I know you're calling me, that's all that matters. What What do your parents call you? They will say Adnan. 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 Yep. Very and nice. Could you say your whole name just so I can remember sure. it for the next time I hear, see you? It's Adnan Ademovic. That's pretty much what I thought it was, so... Uh, Hector, you're going to have to get on Hector with that because he has a hard time with anybody's <laughs> name, really. Yeah, yeah, he does, but, you know, he means well, so I don't mind. <laughs> so you good. and UFOhub.net are sponsors of the Kansas City Paranormal Conference, and that's how you and I met last yes. year. Yep. And why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and um, what you do? Well, um, uh, do you want the short version or the long version? Uh, I want you to tell whichever version you want to tell. So, Okay. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll fill in some details, and if you have any more questions, please feel free to ask. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I was, I was originally born in Bosnia, and uh, when the whole war started um, uh, in, 90, in the 90s, uh, we, we managed to, uh, to flee and uh, basically became world citizens from that moment on whether we wanted to or not it was just uh, you know basically become a refugee and hope uh, some country would accept you and uh, let you in and give you a home and place to stay so um, we um, you know roundabout way managed to uh, get into Germany uh, lived there for about seven years and uh, then we applied to come to the United States and um and came to the U.S. when I was around 14, and have been there ever since. I'm 32 now, so I don't know. I'll let you do the math. But yeah, I. Um, um, other than that, I, I'd like to think I had a normal childhood and just, um, you know, followed up on all the interests and all the things that I, that I thought were important to know. And uh, roughly around the age of 25, I was just so uh, just fed up with. With all the, I don't know, all the answers that I was given, they made no sense whatsoever, and um, it's so I kind of uh, stepped outside the box, and um, you know, I always had an interest uh, in UFOs and you know, aliens and spirituality and all these other things, and um, yeah, I guess you can actually say when I turned 25 was when I just actively and intensely. Um, did more research and uh, read up on things and learned more about things and haven't stopped since. And um, taking that path has changed my life in a great deal where I, you know, it just, I don't know, it just became uh, this, 
instead of this world that I'm just living in to survive, uh, the world became a magical place. <laughs> Absolutely. I think that's how you know, a lot of us feel that are in this field. Yeah. Um, but you, you said you started um, really diving into this world when you were 25, but you had experiences long before that, didn't you? Yes, I did. Uh, well, uh, it was it was um, just things I I decided uh, I guess not to follow up on. You know, it was uh, just things that happened. It happened, you know, here and there, and I guess it's not that important, so I just left it be. You know, but um, you know, over over all those years, when I finally got in touch with with uh, with who I am and um, what I wanted to do in my life, uh, did a lot of the other things start to make sense in in a, in a different way. Um, you know, dreams that ended up not necessarily being dreams, but more of uh, other experiences. And, and um, um, I guess um, my first steps towards the paranormal in general, <laughs> or I should just call it metaphysical. Wow. It's interesting stuff, man. Um, I guess, like, you know, in, in your studies, in your research... Um, you know, are are we getting any closer to to finding out any you know absolute truths that the universe may have to offer? Well, it's um, I wouldn't say it. I, I definitely would did not get to those answers in my studies because it's you know studies you you have to read things and you're reading other people's thoughts and opinions. That's a good and, point. You know, and uh, it's all it's all well and good, but it's no different than going to school. Right. Where they give right. you a textbook, you read it, and you pound it into your head, and <laughs> you don't seem to be anywhere closer to the answers than what you were, you know, weeks, years, however long you were into that. Sure. You know, and um, uh, it's when you when you start getting in touch with yourself, you know, uh, truly say, okay, no more BS. You know, I am. I really, truly want to find out answers of, you know, why am I here? What's this government about? Are aliens real? You know, what are ghosts about? You know, everything and anything that you seriously look into it and not just laugh about it or brush it aside, you know, like, you know, like it's generally, you know, being treated in society when it comes to those subjects. Uh, do you truly find out the answers? But the the funny part about all that is then only you know and you know for yourself you meet on your way you meet other people that have similar experiences but ultimately it's an answer that you find out for yourself and you can't come out you can't come straight out and tell everybody what the answer is you have to almost create these little breadcrumb steps you know where everyone can slowly start following them and then by following those little breadcrumbs and if they look into the things that you looked into do the things that you've done follow the things in the way that you have only then and you know can they really come closer to their own answers you know and truly understand what everything's about because at the ultimately when you follow those paths you realize everything is just one what are you talking about you know governments uh UFOs, ghosts, you name it, everything comes down to one thing. You know, but um, you have to follow that step, you know, and see for yourself. Because, you know, when I say that all of it comes down to one thing, 
you probably you know might understand you know people listening might not get it at all but i would have to then slowly and surely lay things out for you and maybe seven years down the road you'll finally understand what i'm talking about sure sure yeah this is all about and this just goes in general but this field overall a lot of people miss the fact that it's all just a path to your own self-discovery Yes. And in, in the enlightenment, too many people, in my opinion, in this field are too worried about showing off or making other people believe rather than doing it for themselves. Yes. Yeah, it's a, I mean, it's unfortunate, but yes, it, it happens. You know, um, that being said, there's nothing wrong with showing yeah. off what you find and talk about your experiences. But I think people focus too much more on what other people think about. Well, I yeah. think uh, a lot of people feel that they want some kind of change and um, um, whether I find that a lot a lot of times they just replace uh, the religious things that most people have grown up with and I'm not hating on that that's just something I found you know they would use you know instead of saying good and evil they're replacing with words with you know negative and positive Mm -hmm. you know Um, they say you know words from you know know, God God would lead you in the right path to say you know the universe you know has everything stored for you i mean they just replace certain terms terminologies but still following the same old thing that didn't give them the answers to begin with you know they yeah. just masked it with something else and um you know naturally they're you know are now following the same thing with you know slightly different uh, you know, jacket on, so to say, and they're still wondering why they're not getting answers that they're looking for. Mm-hmm. So let's let's go back to a, a little eleven-year-old Adnan mm-hmm. and your experience or his experience that he had with the King Scepter. I read that blog, yeah. and um, I'd like I think our listeners would find this interesting. Yes, sure. Well, I um um. I found, uh, you know, it was time to go to bed and I, you know, went to bed like every other night. And especially at that time, I I really, it's funny, it's a funny way to say it, but I really loved or enjoyed going to bed because uh, usually when we just fall asleep, most of us don't remember that. We just fall asleep, wake up next morning and, you know, it's not that big of a deal. We went to sleep. Well, during that particular time, it was, uh, I would you know close my eyes and I would feel these cobwebs on my face, you know. And uh, obviously now I know usually when you know when there's a change in energy or um, you know an unseen force is around you, you usually as you you perceive it by you by feels like you have you know cobwebs in your face. I don't know how else to put it. And um, by just focusing on that, um, I would then slowly, even though my eyelids were closed, I would see these flashes of, of bright light. And it was interesting to me, especially when you're 11, you don't understand what's going on. It's just entertaining and you know, it, um, it's just this overall soothing feeling. Um, and one particular night, um, I basically, as I kept you know looking at those lights dancing around and you know what seems to be behind my eyelids um that white pretty much took over my whole sight and um it became more and more intense uh you know no fear nothing you know nothing fearful at all but it was 
uh, it was different in the sense that I started to interact with it, whereas before I was just being an observer. And um, that white slowly started to fade away and it turned into, you know, I could sense smell. You know, it felt very forced, very, um, you know, almost like a jungle type. And um, the more I looked into it and focused, I could, uh, you know, feel and sense it was very humid. And uh, before I knew it, I was basically in this forest where I was looking at this table made uh, uh, basically made out of stone with these little beings that have these little hoods over them. But they had, um, it looked like frog faces. And um, there's, I couldn't see exactly at that time, but there was someone or something on that table. And um, I was kind of like a fly in that in, on, in that environment trying to focus more on it of what they're doing and what's going on and however hard I tried I couldn't and I kept trying and kept trying and kept trying and then finally I said enough you know I wanted to focus I want to see what's going on and the second I did the picture was crystal clear you know and I could see that you know someone was you know laying there and there were all these beings around and one of them immediately turned to me and looked at me you know and um, basically one the second I noticed them they noticed me and um, <clears throat> what was so odd about it is that he was holding this this king scepter like kings used to have back in back in the day and I tried to um, uh, I talked to my friend she can draw very well and I tried to redraw it or explain it to her or how to redraw it for me uh, as close as she possibly could and he was holding this being was holding that uh, in this end and you know like a small person would usually run with short legs they were more like hop you know it would hop towards me in this really fast speed and uh, take the king scepter and smack me right in the middle of my forehead you know which now I know is the third eye but at that time when I got hit I got out of it I felt the hit on my forehead. It almost felt like, it, you know, it was very physical. But I, then I realized I'm in, in my, um, um, you know, in my room, and that I was in bed. But what was very interesting about that is that um, I was right awake. It's almost as if I never really went to sleep, and that was kind of like the, you know, one of the most memorable experiences for me um, at that time. Um, basically, would Brack would say that if there was a more of a strong um, or the of the very first big experiences when it comes to the whole paranormal, that would be it. Yeah, that's um, that's quite an amazing story um, and dreaming. You said in your blog that you believe that this could have been one of the first times you had an out-of-body experience correct and have you had many since then yes of course <clears throat> I, I did and uh, there've um, a lot of them were um, ma- many of them or at least the ones leading up to my 25th birthday they were there would be I guess I won't call them hit and miss. I would never know exactly when they would happen. I would just, you know, it happens, you have some experiences, you, you know, whatever it might be, you come back and then I left it at that. 
but um, it was um, uh, when I turned 25 and started to change all my beliefs you know, about everything that I had. And one particular strong belief, like most of us have, is that drugs are bad. And that's a belief I've held since all my life. And when I stopped to reevaluate that belief, I realized I'm talking about this thing that I know actually nothing about. I basically am just fearing, you know, all those things about the drugs, what someone else told me, but I had no experience of, uh, of it on my own. And I just didn't feel like it was right for me to keep on judging something like that, you know, based on you know, someone, someone else's thoughts. You know, I felt I needed to have my own. And uh, when I finally decided to explore on my own, I, you know, had a lot more, I guess you can say, induced out-of-body experiences that um, were almost, uh, you could almost predict them every time that whenever I would have an experience on a, on a particular um, hallucinogen, you know, it was was almost a given that I will have an, an out of body experience. I remember you talking about that last year with Josh. I remember standing outside the conference center with you for at least ninety minutes. And yes, it was a long it, time. Yeah. yeah, and you and I were talking about basically just tripping out entirely on on DMT, and uh-huh. you know, kind of the correlation. Um, between you know DMT, dimethyltryptamine, and um, some abduction claims, and in the mm-hmm. similarities of the two, it, it's absolutely astounding. Um, but I think you're absolutely correct. You know, in that, in, you know, I'm just like you, the exact same boat. Not, uh, never have been a drug user or anything like that. However. I like I said, I've never been a drug user. So what? Like, who the hell am I to say? Oh, drugs are so bad. You know what I mean? Just because society tells us that. Um, yeah. But I am more than willing to do this DMT experiment. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I mean, you are, um, I guess, very brave in that respect because out of all, all these um, different hallucinogens out there, it's a, a very intense one. That's exactly yeah. That's exactly uh, why I want to do it. Yeah. There are some things that I, you know, I would, you know, maybe off air recommend you try first. Sure, sure, you sure. Know, but then again, you know, you know, you have to follow your own gut instinct and, uh, you know, go with that. Because at the end of the day, you, you'll find out that that first instinct was the right one for you. Right. I just remember talking and you telling me about the moments leading up to, like, you can feel yourself going. You know, and then basically telling yourself, oh, it's okay, just let go. Well, that uh, particular instance was um, um, it was actually on Hawaiian Baby Woodruff seats. Uh, okay. Not on the, that was the, because um, each one of the experiences have their own, sure. own way of revealing and trust. And when I had to tell myself to let go was on the Hawaiian Baby Woodruff seats. Wow. DMT was uh, totally different on yeah. its own. It was like a whole, you know, it was, uh, <clears throat> I guess, Hawaiian baby Woodrow seats. It's almost like, um, you know, you're in your car and you're, you know, driving up to the beach and then you get in your sandals and you find a nice spot on the beach and then you slowly dip your toes in the water, sure, you know, and sure. then knee deep, waist deep, and then your neck deep in the water. You know, with DMT, it's like, you know, you might as well go to the deepest point, you know, or 
on the o- Earth's oceans and just plunge deep into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's very interesting stuff. Um, but yeah, that's definitely a conversation that I'm not going to soon forget. That's for sure. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> I've never experimented with any of that kind of stuff. I've I've actually been getting more and more spiritual over the last year or so, and I want to try a few different things, not necessarily these hallucinogens, which uh-huh. uh, may be in the future, but I might, I'm, I think I want to try to have an experience like this without them first. Sure. Yes, of course. I mean, uh, 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 sorry, Josh, I, I didn't Oh, no, not at all. Well, no, I was just, um, um, like I said earlier, uh, I mean, follow, follow your own intuition. But for me at that time, it's, it was this strong draw. You know, it was like it's almost hard to describe. It's like I'm, I'm there putting myself out there to learn truth. And everywhere I went, everything that I you know, was surrounded by and all these, you know, everything I was looking for led me to certain things, uh, meaning substances to, to kind of get me to go to those places first or how whatever those places dimensions are you know and then once i realized that i can go there anytime i want with just by simply thinking it you then you realize you don't need any of the other stuff you know but um you know if you can get there from get-go without having to use anything it's really no different it's kind of like um i don't know i mean uh use a simple example and you know to use an analogy um you know does mm, let's just say you know going to uh, visit your mom right um is it uh, less of a worthy visit visit if you walked to her house or drove to her house you know? yeah it doesn't matter how you get there right. it doesn't matter how you get there you eventually got there so to you know make any kind of you know preconceived judgment about you know, well, it's a lot better if you do it without drugs, you know, or blah, 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 blah. You know, it's whatever, you know, whatever suits your boat. Now, how would one who has never had an experience like there, like that, <clears throat> if if they were to take in a hallucinogen, how would they know that they were actually have? Do, do you know that, that you're actually having an, a real experience rather than something that's influencing you? Well, yes, of course. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Well, what's something that's very, that I need to point out is that um, I've known a lot of people just starting with high school and then throughout my life. There's always, you know, your um, your avid pot smoker or someone you know that likes uh, you know LSD or certain things. You know, everyone has their thing, uh, and. You know, I, I still don't like to drink. I don't like to smoke. You know, everything I did was mainly for, um, you know, soul searching purposes. You know, that was my goal. And um, um, trying to find a way to put it. Um, you can, you, when you are in those experiences, you know, they, those experiences are very much. Um, I mean, for example, right now we're having a conversation. Um, how sure are you that this conversation is actually real? You know, th- th- this conversation that, and you know, you, you, Josh and I are having. You know, you you perceive your mic in front of you. You 
you hear me over your headset, you know, you have met me in person and you have all these memories and all these things. But at the end of the day, how do you actually know that that is real? Yeah, I mean, I think about that often, how real things are or if we're just observing things even or it all could be a matrix style thing in our heads. Well, the the point that I'm trying to get to is that these experiences that I've had and in my case in particular, they were just as real as you and I talking right now, okay. you know, and um, the important part for me was to accept that, that it happened to me, that I can't hide it or lie about it to myself, you know, uh, and that it's not important that someone else believes me. That was something that I had to, even while I was in my experience, that I had to come to terms with. That it's important for me not to go out there and be like, hey guys, there's this cool thing you all gotta go to. Seriously, (laughs) trust me, let's go over there. You know, it's like it was, I had to understand that it's not important. Everyone will get to where they need to get to within their lifetime. Whether they believe that or not, you know, just from my own personal experiences, you will not leave this planet before you've experienced what you came here to experience and you're still you know well and go ahead finish your thought so i was just going to say you know um you when the experience starts um i found that it didn't matter what i was using um it would i would take me to the same place every time and uh but the intensity was different and everything that i experienced uh, actually, I would say it was more real than any experience I've had here on, on Earth. Wow. You know, and it's it's difficult to describe to someone that, that hasn't had that that feeling, that experience. But um, unless you've been there, I don't know how else to put it. It's almost like that, uh, you know, cliche with love. You don't know what love is until you're neck deep in it. Then you understand what everyone else uh, you know, around you is talking about. I, I definitely feel, me personally, that I am at a point where I am just, I've, I've somewhat had some experiences in this world a little bit, or the, this realm of um, out-of-body kind of stuff and um, a connection, like metaphysical kind of things. I never really considered myself a metaphysical guy, guy, even though I've had experiences and stuff, but I feel like I'm on the edge of reaching something that's going to be monumental in my life mm. metaphysically and sure. um, I just feel like it's it's coming I just need to find the right way to start it anyways um, well I, I mean uh, um, uh, sorry to interrupt just real quick uh, no it's I mean, fine since we're Facebook friends I notice you'll love to be out and about and you know, seemingly hiking and camping and all kinds of things, mm-hmm. you know, and what better way to have an experience, you know, than to have one, you know, where you are by yourself out, uh, you know, out in nature. Well, that's, that's actually the plan for me that I'm going to start doing. Um, I'm making a big change in my life this week. I'm leaving my full-time job this week and I'm striking out on my own. Uh, I know Josh is really jealous because he just started a new full time job. But anyways, I'm I did, an idiot. You know, <laughs> I uh, <laughs> drugs are still a very taboo thing, even within the paranormal realm. And I didn't want to bring you on just to grill you about drugs. Oh no, I don't mind. I, I have, I have, uh, you know, I have 
anything and everything you want to talk about, and I literally mean that, I have no problems with that. I would like to, unless Josh has a, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I would like to change the subject a little bit unless Josh has a few more questions about what we were talking about. No, keep going, man. Keep going. Well, I met with Clint, one of our listeners, Friday night, and he is a fellow 1111 experiencer, but he had never known that anybody else had this kind of stuff happen to him, them. And I've had that my entire life, and that's kind of what I've my metaphysical experience has been. Um, and I know that you are as well. I remember you speaking on it, and I, I asked you a few questions when you were on stage about it. And could you talk a little bit about your experience with 1111? Well, I mean, um, <clears throat> I get those all the time as well. But it's not just, um, um, you know, uh, if I may just, you know, give you a suggestion, you know, try not to just give the 1111 too much of a uh, meaning, you know, because you get uh, these 1111 type symbols in your life at least 100 times a day, but you don't notice that, you know. Mm-hmm. And simply, um, I mean, in the experiences that I've had, and um, learning all that I've learned on my, you know, my different trips is that, you know, we all uh, come in with this plan. We all know exactly what we want to do, how we want to do it. And um, everything falls perfectly in place. You know, if you just trust, you know, you will attract the job that you need. You will be with the person you need to be with. You will, you know, uh, have these opportunities that you need to have to go to the next step that you feel like you need to go to. And um, uh, these 1111s and a lot of uh, other, um, you know, things that um, appear to you more often are kind of like uh, check marks, you know, to tell, to tell yourself it's like, yep, you're on path. Don't worry, everything's fine. You're on path. Don't worry, everything's fine. Now, 1111 seems to be more of a collective choice. You know, collectively, we've chosen for that to be a symbolic number, but each one of us has their, you know, has their own. You know, for me, it's actually a song, you know, and um, every time I hear that song, it's always a message to me just to say, you're doing just fine, just keep going, don't worry, you know, be happy. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, Josh, Josh sees one, two, three, four, right, All Josh? The, I, it's, it's, uh, 1234 yeah one two three four and um a lot of 333s <laughs> yeah see i've, I've always of kind of seen it as a prompt um sure. rather than focusing on the number itself but for me it happens to be 11 11 like most other people sure and um there's a lot of us out there most people don't realize that other people have the same thing yeah well i mean in a way um you know this game is really set up perfectly and when you think about this if we are eventually to uh, i guess come out of this sleep state that we're kind of in you know like this sleepwalking state you know uh we, we needed collective things you know we needed uh, you know things to where most of us can relate to because let's just say if you're your reminder, you know, in life that everything's going right is, uh, I don't know, uh, seeing a pink cow and only you see the pink cow, you know, a lot of people won't be able to relate. You know, there's nothing really to, to relate to you or understand you. They'll be like, yeah, I don't see a pink cow. I don't know what you're talking about. 
you know, but uh, with, for example, something like Eleven Eleven, um, it's a clock, it's a universal thing. Everyone at this timeline that's alive and having experience will have one, you know, so having, you know, something like Eleven Eleven uh, being seen by people all over the world at different times a day, you know, now it creates a platform where now we have something to talk about and discuss and so now we can come closer to you know to an understanding together as opposed to everyone having their own customized individualized you know um, marker wow I don't know I, I'm trying to think of another question here Especially oh, I have, as, I have plenty. Well, I'm just saying, like, especially as far as, like, you, you mentioned earlier, like, the awakening. You know, some global consciousness awakening. Like, is this something that that we can look forward to experiencing maybe even in our lifetime? Well, of course, but you have to understand that awakening, uh, when it happens to you, you'll be surprised that it's in many ways it's it is exactly what you thought it would be and in many ways it's uh, not like anything what you thought would be at all you know and that awakening is is I don't know I guess maybe um, uh, fudged with if you will you sure. know messed with or changed around over time you yeah. know, from culture to culture and society to society um that awakening is a single, you know, you, uh, it's a individual experience, right. you know, and right. when you've had it, uh, you will, you understand, you will wake up, you will have a little wake up moment where you can kind of see and understand how everything falls into place. And then you'll realize that everyone will get to that stage. And yes, eventually there will be a time where everybody will make that shift. But for right now, you know, the few of us that are out there, we're going to, I guess, have to be those trailblazers. You yeah. know, we'll have to be those, um, you know, the first ones to have had that experience, the ones to be laughed at and looked at weird and get their eyes rolled at, you know, all those things, <laughs> you know, that are very uncomfortable. But we knew as souls that we could take it. We understood as souls that we can handle that. Therefore, we chose to be here at this time. Well, for example, UFO Hub. Right, it's right. A, it's a result of what I would like to call of my awakening, you know. And when I understood what I needed to understand, I knew I couldn't just come right out and tell someone what's going on because one, they would have no reference point to what I'm talking about at all. Sex, you know, and two, they will just look at me as playing crazy talking about these things that they simply don't understand. So UFO Hub was my way to create, as I mentioned earlier, to create these breadcrumbs for everybody, yeah. you know, to where I am not pushing anything on anyone. You know, the videos are out there on YouTube. You know, everyone can watch them or don't. You know, they might come across them on YouTube or they won't. But either way, it's there. And the right people that are ready, you know, uh, at this time in their lives, they will be drawn to them, you know, and learn certain things from them. And, you know, it might, it will be, uh, it, you know, a stepping stone for them in their evolution. So why don't you talk a little bit about where people can find these and um, the videos themselves as well as the interviews and just so people, I'm, I know that our listeners are curious about um, 
looking into what you do? Well, I have, um, uh, it was, we have a website, it's basically ufohub.net, and um, there's, uh, on YouTube, there's UFO Hub uh, channel, it's UFO, two separate words, UFO Hub, uh, also UFO Hub um, Twitter, and uh, Google Plus. So um, I, uh, what I basically do is, uh, I would Usually, I love conferences because uh, a lot of you know, great minds and people that have had experiences and have new material about anything, you know, ghosts, UFOs, whatsoever, they would come to these conferences and generally to talk about what they found. So it only made sense to me to go to these conferences, set up my little portable studio, and uh, uh, interview them and ask them all about ask them about uh, all what they're about. Are you okay? Hello. Are Hello? we still there? Yeah, can you hear me? Yep, absolutely. Hold on. No, it's not on your end, Jason. I got it. I, I, I lost him for a minute there. No, I lost all everybody for a minute. There. Oh, wow. Oh. Uh, I oh. think it was my connection. I think I bumped something. But I did hear most <laughs> of, of what you were saying. Uh, and, and Josh is recording, so he picked up. Oh, I got it all, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I I like to blame it on the politicians because I think they're out to stop us. <laughs> damn you, Hillary! <laughs> yeah, I always go, damn you, Hillary! Oh, it's so great. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It seems to happen. It's probably just equipment malfunction, but it seems to happen when when the in the height of the conversation. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> That's usually the case. Yeah. So. I think, uh, why don't you go out and speak at more conferences? Because I find you more fascinating than a lot of the people that I hear speak. Yeah, absolutely. Well, my, I guess my, it's, it's a, there's something I've been working on and, you know, I'm sure if I'm, if I'm successful enough, you know, I, I will let everyone know. I mean, I will use every outlet that I have. To inform everyone of it but uh, there's certain things I'm working towards and if they can work out the way I know they can you know um, only then do I feel comfortable I can go out you know uh, and speak because a lot of times um, it, what you guys might ask me it's fascinating to you you know because you I feel like we have some kind of common ground for you know, for you to find interesting you know it, but uh, at the end of the day it is experiences that only I have had, you know, and I find that a lot of people have difficulties with that because at the end of the day, um, they always come back with the same old question, you know, what well, where's your proof? You know, where's this? Where's that? And, you know, um, the proof is by, okay, you want proof? Take these steps, please follow them exactly, and you will find the proof. But I find that over 99% of the people won't follow those. Sure. They won't go that distance to actually find out and understand what I'm talking about. So until I have um, more proof, uh, do I feel more comfortable to say, okay, now I can uh, tell you what I know and here's the result of what had happened, you know? And so I feel more, I guess, more complete that way. Otherwise, I feel like I'm not doing anything different than most people out there. You know, we already know aliens are real at least I do 
you know, we already know people have been contacted, but, uh, you know, when it comes to, you know, same old thing goes worse to prove, you know, it, it, it kind of leaves us at, at this stalemate, you know, people waiting for their proof and you waiting to have something to prove, you know, prove to them that you actually had all this stuff happen to you. It's difficult. So yeah, until I actually have um, more physical proof, I should say, I don't, I don't see, I don't see the reason why I, sh- you know, that I should actually go out and speak about it and, and all these things. I do it through my videos. You know, yeah, I will, sure. I will, I will find, meet a person that's that I know has a piece of truth, and like because I know I've seen it for myself, so I will rather interview them because uh, I don't have to reinvent the wheel. They're already known. They're already out there. They might have a book, you know, or already have you know a following that maybe through the video that I make can make that following bigger. You know, so it will expose them more. You know, because um, uh, I think it's important to all the people like you guys, you know, and me and others out there to uh, be uh, an amplifier. You know, to be an amplifier to everything that's uh, hidden and unknown. Because, um, you know, if you know, if we don't do, you know, our job, who else is going to do it? You know. It's like be the change you want to see in the world. You can't, you know, constantly just, you know, sit in front of TV, you know, watch all the shows, you know, and wonder why aren't the aliens landing? You know, it's like, or you know, why why aren't I? Why don't I have enough money to do what I need to do? You know, where's the abundance right, right. I'm looking for? You know, so <laughs> kind of goes along those lines. Well, let's let's talk let's talk a little bit about your interviews that you've done. Um, is is there a favorite interview that you've had? But personally, like, I, I don't think it'll make anybody that you've interviewed feel bad if you don't mention them. But is there a personal interview that you had with someone that you feel was your favorite? Well, honestly, uh, it was mainly just to, um, uh, I don't know, just to fulfill this, you know, this idea and this. Uh, this built-up excitement that I had would be about George Nori. You know, and I know people like him or don't like him, but uh, Coast to Coast was very vital in the beginning for me. You know, and uh, right around the time when I started looking into my own things, Coast to Coast came around and George had taken over at that time from Art Bell. And so he basically, um, you know... uh, Every you know, every day for four hours, whether I'm at work or something, I'll download the podcast. And I would listen about that particular show, you know, and then you know, for hours afterwards, ponder about it about the subject that was discussed. So when I started UFO Hub, um, among all the other interviews that I did, one one thing you know that I simply did, I just sent an email to George, said, you know, I would love to do an interview. This is what I'm doing. You know, would you be interested? And um, something that I've learned at that time about, um, you know, attraction or the law of attraction as people know it now, I put all my energy into it, you know, all my, you know, uh, excitement about it. I didn't say how, I didn't say when, I just simply said I really would love to get that interview and I did that in form of a email and I sent it out. The second I sent it out, I just let it go and forgot about it. You know, and uh, sure enough, two days later, I get an email from his um, um, 
I'm his assistant, and she said, George would love to do an interview with you. He'll be in San Luis at this time, and I, I worked in San Luis also at, at that time. And, uh, you know, he'll be able to meet me here at this time, and I, I just couldn't believe it. You know, I was sitting back. I was like, what are the chances of, you know, all because I, I didn't have a specific email just for him. It was I sent the, to the email address that everyone else that, you know, goes on the website can access. And I'm sure it's in the hundreds, if not thousands of emails they get per day. So that that interview out of all of them was, was mainly my favorite just to see mainly George, you know, and to, um, you know, he had. You know, he had no reason really to be necessarily nice to me, you know, or, you know, to behave a certain way. It just gave me a chance to see George for who he was and realize that he's just another human being like I was, you know, yeah. and um, that um, I needed basically it was mainly just a lesson for me at that time, you know, to realize that I am good enough for everything that I want, you know, and that I should not tell myself any different. Definitely. I, I mean, a lot of people need I'd, to follow suit on that too. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean? don't think that there's anybody. I'm sure there are, but I'm generalizing, but I don't think that there's, there's hardly anybody in this field that doesn't, that hasn't been touched by that show at some point, whether they listen oh, now or not. It's been a part of uh, the, their paranormal life. Mm-hmm. And, um, Realizing that you get to meet that person or uh, somebody that represents that person has got to be a great feeling. I know I've felt it. And it's also proof that being positive and believing in yourself and just asking uh, will get you places because a lot of people, we went over this last week with our interviewee. Yeah. Um, really all you have to do is ask and you can get ahead in this world or get things that you want in this world. And that's an example of it. That's yes, cool. of course. Well, I mean, I think the basic concept in, in general, and I know we're switching subjects, but you know, it's, it seems like spirituality would always come up in this whole conversation. You know, it's um, uh, in order for you to win, uh, no one else has to lose. You have to try to get that into into your head, into your heart, into whatever you're thinking with, you know, because uh, it, it's a response that was trained or, or you know, was in, imbued into you through school, through all these people out there that are just as much in the dark as you were, you know. And um, to a lot of people, you know, would also even get to the point to thinking that they're just not good enough for certain things. And uh, whether you believe it or not, at this point, that very thought probably stops 99% of the things that are just waiting to come to you. But you simply not, you know, believing that you're good enough for it, you know, that you can't achieve it. You know, just a simple thought, you know, that will, will stop you from everything that's just waiting for it to happen to you. I love that. I absolutely love it. I, I often say things like that, you know, just speak it into existence, you know, put it out there, you know, just put it out there. <laughs> but I don't know. A lot yeah. of people don't uh, take heed to that. Well, I mean, uh, they always want the, the cursed house. You know, it's always, you know, how they, 
they want to learn something they say show me the steps of one two three four you know sure. if i need to do this what do i need to do first what's coming second what comes after that you know and that's very much a mind exercise yeah yeah and uh you have to just understand that um in your heart is all that you ever need and want you know and your heart doesn't have questions it just lifts it you know for example, if um, you know, imagine you were when you were a kid, and I'm sure most kids can relate to this. Somebody brings you ice cream, or you get that the dollar, or however long, however much it costs to get that favorite ice cream that you want. You don't sit there and ask, well, "How do I? How, how did I get this? Why did I get this?" You know, you don't ask. You just know you're just happiness. You're like, "Yes, I got some ice cream." You know, right. it's very simple. You know, emotion. You know, but you didn't ask all these questions so where did we learn this from that we had need these processes you know you know and even in the process of getting the ice cream you didn't care what it took just get a dollar anywhere or somehow beg if you <laughs> exactly. have to, to get to where you need to be you know and we lose that you know we lose that we just uh we we buffer ourselves we put limits on ourselves and we say okay i'll only go this far and then no more you know, and then if I go this far and my dream or so-so didn't happen, then I, might, I guess I must give up, you know. And uh, I think that's where a lot of us are doing a great disservice to each other. Yeah, I would totally agree with that. So what is the next step for you? What is your next goal in, in, in this or in life or, or anything you'd like to talk about? I mean, where where do you... Yeah, what's your what's your current goal? Well, I mean, honestly, <clears throat> I know it's it's also again such a cliche, but I really try not to have goals. You know, I uh, having learned what I you know what I have, uh, goals really are are not going to get get me anywhere. You know, uh, most of us we have excitements, we things that we love. You know, and uh, simply following them, you know, without any kind of expectation, you know, is uh, what any one of us, you know, should do. And that's what I do when it comes to anything that I need to do in life. I mean, just to give you an example, since we met last time, um, within the last five months, yeah, within five months, right? By simply just living the life that I want to live. I moved to another state. I have a wife, a kid, another kid on the way. I have a new job, you know? Yeah. Everything in my life has changed upside down simply because I allowed it. You know, I didn't say, you know, let's take it one step at a time. I didn't say, okay, this first and no more. I can't handle anymore, you know? I didn't say that. I just said, this is what I want, you know? go where I need to go, you know, and then one step after another, after another, I'm exactly where I need to be. It's amazing. You know? And so, uh, so if I can, you know, do this in five months and I'm, a, you know, I like to think that I'm a fellow, you know, human being part of the race that most of us belong to, you know, then if I can do it, why can't you? There's nothing that says, you know, that you can't do it. If anything, it's like the most incredibly ignorant thing that anyone can say is that oh the the loss of the universe works for you but not, not for me you know well that's one thing i i 
I, I bring it up somewhat on this show from time to time. Um, I pay attention to politics. A lot of people don't. I pay attention to politics. And what I tell a lot of people that they don't seem to get is that these politicians, any of them, all of them, either side, they're exactly like us. They, they're not any different than us. Uh, they may be more focused on certain things. They may be well-educated in certain things. But they are not like our kings or our who's there to save us. Yeah. And that's I think that's how most people picture most other people or successful people in the world. If you're unsuccessful and you you have the mindset that you can't get out of this, you kind of look at the other people that they just got lucky rather than realizing themselves that they pulled themselves out of whatever bad luck that they were in. Everybody yeah. goes through the same crap. Just most people don't realize that your neighbor goes through the same stuff that you go through. Exactly. Well, you know, um, uh, I think the most misunderstood uh, biblical phrase, and I'm not, forgive me, I probably won't, I'm not very religious, so I won't be able to, you know, recite it verbatim, but I think it goes something like that where uh, apparently, you know, Jesus said the only way to, to, to our Father is through me or something like that. Yeah. You know, and uh, it's, a lot of people think like, oh, okay, well, then pray to Jesus, you know, and I can be there. <laughs> I really highly doubt that that's what he meant. You know, knowing what I know now, it is more of if you are like me, if you behave in the way that I do, you know, you can be where I'm at. Yeah, you know? I think and, that uh, makes total sense. You know, and, and I uh, I think all these little messages were given to us early on, you know, but with, you know, with the different religions and establishments of churches and, and all that, they obviously turned it into a control thing. So they, you know, took a lot of lies, sprinkled it with some truth, you know, and, um, you know, let people eat it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's absolutely so, true. Um, what advice would you give to people out there that are just coming into this kind of world? Um, as far as the, the paranormal or the metaphysical world, um, if somebody came to you and said, or maybe I'll do it, um, I'm looking to gain more enlightenment, where do I start? Well, just very simple, practical thing is simply be still that i mean it's it's you, you would think that you need to do this extra stuff actually you don't you know especially it makes it a lot easier when you're out you know for example i uh was dead set on what it is that i wanted that for 10 years i chose to be single literally single no i mean i would just occasionally hang out with my friends but every day i would come home and my home was literally out in the woods you know at least 100 miles away from you know other larger civilization you know larger population areas and every day i was chose to be by myself and thought about and felt about everything that i didn't agree with you know and slowly started looking at all the aspects of myself that were getting in my own way you know and 
you know, uh, looked for solutions, looked for the next steps of how to fix them. Because a lot of times, um, I don't know that people make the connection quite yet. In order to have an experience uh, where maybe a ghost might appear in front of you, in order to have an experience of aliens, you know, landing and, and talking to you and saying hello, you know, in order to have any of these other, um, um, you know, metaphysical experiences that most people wish, you know, um, know yourself first, you know, because when you uh, start having or when you are ready to start having these different experiences that you want to have, um, a lot of that stuff that you think is not important, like knowing who you are and what your beliefs are, all of that comes out to the surface. I mean, literally all of it, you know. And um, uh, just to use it, for example, with, with, with aliens, right? Many times I've heard through uh, channels, through other people that had experiences, and, uh, and then later on I understood more once I had my own. Um, these different beings, whether it be ghosts or you know what we call aliens or whatever, they're just simply beings that are on a different vibration. And what I mean by that is that on a molecular level, everything vibrates, nothing sits still, you know? And a lot of those things that are surrounding you, like, you know, maybe right now you guys are sitting in front of your microphone, you know, there might be a phone around, your computer screen, you all that, all those things are of you know, a similar vibration to you. So it's not that big of a deal. You can touch it, you can hit it, you know, interact with it, you know, it's not that you know it's not that uh, discomforting now when you are now all of a sudden are perceiving a being or a, something that's of a higher vibration that's even slightly outside of the range that we can see you know or feel that vibration by this universal law you know it almost demands that you rise up to it so however high it is by this universal law, you have to rise up to it in order to have any kind of interaction, right? It's kind of like imagine uh, um, a small, slow-moving gear and a fast-moving gear, right? You preferably want to be, you know, on a similar level so you can lock those gears in together. And then as they both turn together and go up in vibration, you know, it's it's not going to be that difficult. But imagine now you have one gear that's going, you know, 1,000 RPMs and the other one is barely moving 20. You smash those two together and the one that's going slower, uh, in, in a human's case, you will have a mental breakdown. Yeah. You know, it's not a bad thing. This is not any kind of attack. It's a simple physics, you know, that you have to prepare yourself physically and mentally of who you understanding more who you are and because those acts actually change your vibration they will make you more conducive to what it is that you want hence you will attract more of uh, other beings and you know and um, I guess call them ghostly figures you know into your life uh, especially if you're let's just say a ghost hunter you know or maybe a UFO hunter uh, or alien hunter, whatever they call them nowadays. It's very much important that you understand yourself first before you continue moving forward with all these other things. And I think that's where most people just don't get it. 
Um, there are some groups that I believe are, have really good intentions, and it's not putting them down it by any means, but they always just look for, you know, oh, let me look at this readout. What does the Geiger counter say? Uh, how hot is this temperature? Let me look at this crop circle. They all look at these things very physically, you know, and very much forget to look at the um, this whole experience on from a spiritual level. <clears throat> Absolutely. Um <coughs> We we talk about opening yourself up to everything. We we think that too many people are, are stuck when it comes to investigating certain things. Too many people are stuck on a single device or a single thing when really it's just should be you there experiencing it. In my opinion, yeah. Um, I was going to ask you something, but I lost it in that train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I remember what I was going to ask you. For our listener Shaggy out of Texas, he um, he wants to hear people talk about a unified, he called it a unified theory, f- field theory or something like that, where everything in the paranormal world is connected and has one basis. Do you think that that's possible or how it is that maybe everything we experience that we call paranormal just has like the same background everybody maybe just perceiving it differently yes of course i mean <clears throat> when it comes to something like that i can only um recall my own lessons that i've had on these different uh trips that i took you know um and and i can explain to you that way but there are other people that have more of a a um a physical and scientific interest to prove that so since he's talking about a unified theory, um, I would uh, recommend um, uh, Thomas Fusco. You know, and uh, he uh, what is it called? Uh, oh shoot, I can't uh, I can't recall exactly the book that he wrote, but he uh, very much uh, scientifically tries to prove the different um, changes of how actually ghosts come about. And um, how it is that all of it starts at, you know, from a single, um, I'm probably using the wrong terms here, but like it starts out in the non-physical. And then through certain circumstances, kind of goes into an in-between stage to where I guess we can describe ghosts until then it can become physical to where we can interact with it. So he kind of goes into that area that... um, I believe that if he, you know, this person looks up, uh, looks up Thomas Fusco and reads up about, you know, what they're about, that they might find something of interest that they want to read. Now, is Thomas Fasco, Fosco, is he still with us? Is he still around? Oh, yes, of course. I, I just met him. Uh, well, I met him. Oh, okay. Paradigm Conference. He was one of the speakers there. Oh, okay. Minneapolis. Yeah. I spend a great deal of time with him, you know, and uh, uh, it was very interesting because he he very much looks at this whole thing in from a scientific uh, and quote unquote normal way to where <clears throat> to where I didn't um, because I was hiding anything. It just I was so intrigued just to hear his side that I never bothered sharing any of my experiences with him. Yeah. You know, and uh, it was just, I mean, it, I think it's okay if I just share this fun story because I think it's funny. 
we were uh, we were at dinner and um, there were a lot of these people that would ask him all kinds of questions that he's not necessarily familiar with, you know. And he leaned over to me and he was talking to me. He says, some of these people are really out there, you know, talking about these aliens and all this other stuff, you know. And I'm just looking at him. I was like, you know, I don't know. I just, I chose not to tell him what it is exactly that I do, you know. But it was just funny how, you know, he, you know, he was basically looking in into and trying to understand what I've went through from a scientific physical point of view where I chose to look at it more of a spiritual point of view and it's a lot easier for me to express it you know whereas for him you know the scientific was easier yeah um I, I we will definitely shaggy um we will we'll try to get in contact with him and have him on for you my multicolored haired friend <laughs> well yeah he's um um yeah, he's definitely out there. I believe he has uh, a radio show that he does also. And um, if you um, uh, simply contact him, he'd love to talk to you about all that he does. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, it would be, it would be, you know, it would be good to have you know someone from, I guess, uh, that comes from that perspective. Oh, I remember. Uh, that wasn't the question I was going to ask you, but I'm glad I asked you anyways. I wrote down here that. Um, you you had talked about frequency and um, how we're on the same frequency with different things, and there's other things we may not be. Now, the Native Americans, as well as other quote-unquote primitive ancient cultures around the world, they look like they seem to be able to tap into a harmonics where they beat drums or they hum or, or do a thing to connect with quote unquote the other side mm-hmm. or something spiritual have you worked with any of that so like have you experienced any um like <clears throat> harmonic well, connection yeah. oh yes i have and uh but just in my opinion uh, it's it, it's just another modality you know um because i uh st louis where i used to live they um um you know, they have quite a large group that love to go to drum circles, you know, and um, kind of like get together and just kind of have that the modern day hippie vibe, you know. And um, they would, you know, get in, in circles of, you know, 15 plus people of drumming together a certain beat, you know, and uh, especially when you're part of that group and you're playing with them, uh, it, it will put you in that, you know, hypnotic state as well, where all of a sudden your hands, you know, just take over and you're just relaxed and you don't have to think about the one, two, three, one, two, three, you know, you don't have to think about it anymore. It just happens, you know, and then you basically are allowing yourself to just, in, in a way, have your, you know, own little, you know, out of body experience, you know, in public. <laughs> but um, yes, I can definitely relate to that. But to me, it's that's no different than, you know, someone maybe just uh, sitting in park meditating, or maybe someone, uh, you know, being somewhere and taking a hit of LSD. To me, it's the one and the same. It's all different paths to the same right. thing. I mean, um, how should I put this? Um, it's kind of like. You know how some people think of it uh, like food. You know, think of it as food, and um, um, you know, and in this particular instance, it would be you know food for your soul. 
you know, one day you like Chinese, the next day you might like Italian, you know, maybe you want Chinese two, three days in a row, you know, uh, you know, but you don't, you know, and you just eat it, but you don't judge it. You don't say, oh, Italian is better than Chinese or Nepali food is better than both of them. You know, you just enjoy the different modalities, different foods that are out there. Same thing with this, you know, you might like drumming, you know, you might like to do something else. Some people go jogging, you know, you can meditate while you're jogging because you simply are doing a physical activity where you concentrate on the body, you allow your mind to, to, to relax and you'll be surprised where your mind can go. Yeah, sadly, I find myself drifting off into that kind of mentality when I'm driving, which is not always the best. Um, but I'll realize that I've left my house and the next thing I know, I'm where I was going and I don't really remember the drive in between. Honestly, you, uh, you are not the only one because uh, when I did live um, and worked in St. Louis, because I lived this distance away from there, I had to drive for hours into work and hours back home. And many times, for a very long time, and this is a years of period, I would not remember the 40 minute drive and you know that I would make. I mean, I know it's it's almost scary to say, but I just trusted that whatever was going on that went on for a reason, I made it there alive, I didn't hurt anyone else, you know, and everything is fine. Yeah. Well, at least there was nothing in the news the next day saying there was a body on the road. <laughs> but yeah, you're not, you're not the only one, but it's, you know, it's same experience, you know, it's, uh, you know, there's different ways to get to the same place. Well, I, I would like to thank you personally for coming on. Um, it was a great time. And I'd like you to tell Thanks our listeners how they would be able to contact you or you online or wherever. Sure. I have um, on ufohub.net, um, I have a contact uh, us tab and uh, you can... Uh, simply uh, uh, fill out the form and uh, with you know uh, ask me whatever it is that you would like to ask. Now I have to honestly say, I, most of the time, unless it's um, something urgent, I do not necessarily have the time to answer because I'm always out and about doing all kinds of things. Uh, as you mentioned earlier, there's this conference coming up that I'm actually preparing for in, in uh, Eureka Springs, which is actually a transformation conference and UFO conference in one week. So I would have a lot of speakers to interview, and I'm kind of fin- you know, putting all the finishing touches on everything here, and um, so that all goes off without a hitch uh, com- coming um, April you know, 5th or 10th. So um, Forgive me, I can tell you right now that I probably won't have you know time to answer all the questions, but please do submit it. And when I do have time, I usually at least get back to someone say, I got your message, give me some time to answer. <laughs> yeah, and that was going to be my next question. What what events are you going to be at? And I know that yeah, you're, you're going to be busy interviewing, but if somebody wants to come in and meet you, where are you going to be coming up with the, uh, that one down in Eureka Springs? I've seen that one and it's awesome. I've, I've, I'm thinking about trying to make it down, but what else do you have coming up? Well, obviously the Transformation Conference and UFO Conference coming up in April. Um, definitely looking forward to uh, um, uh, Casey Paracon. Uh, that's uh, become my favorite because, you know, it's, um, you know, I, 
you get to, you know, like with every conference, you get to, you know, meet different kinds of people. Some conferences, a lot of similar people go mm -hmm. to them to see them, you know, month after month, year after year. But a lot of times you meet new people, you know, like I met you two guys. Right, <laughs> and, right. Uh, before, we never had the chance until that conference came around. So, um, um, honestly, with me have, being more family-oriented right now, I have to um, constantly look now to see, okay, where can I go that would be within a weekend and for me still be able to do, you know, to do the interviews without being gone away for too long. Yeah. Because, you know, uh, I mean, for a long time, I've already been, you know, uh, single and alone, and it's actually a lot of fun to have a family, and I actually would like to spend some time with them. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's good um, stuff. Uh, I have to, you know, like I said, I, I plan a little bit, you know, ahead of time, but uh, most of the time I just let it flow because yeah. uh, you never know who might just call and say, you know, hey, they either want to talk to me or they want to want me to come down and cover the conference or something. You know, I, I always stay open to it and trust it'll work for me. Well, I'm actually, it makes me feel really good about you saying that about the Kansas City Conference and that, um, you know, you get different people at most of these events, but a lot of them have uh, the same characters coming to them. And that's when I actually started the Kansas City Conference four years ago, and I wanted it to be different than the rest of them. And I wanted to bring in people that um, you didn't necessarily know, but still had a great story to tell. Yes. And we have we have 15 to 18 speakers right now, and a lot of them haven't been there before so you'll have a whole new batch of people at that conference to oh, meet yeah. and to interview oh i'm sure i'm sure well uh, you know like usually a few months before uh the time comes i usually reach out to them and you know if they're not familiar with who i am i you know explain to them about a little bit about what i do and uh, always ask them if they're interested uh to be interviewed i um um yeah i mean it's it's especially when it comes to these conferences, especially to have them in a lot of different places, will give people uh, an excuse, one, to get out, you know, to simply get out there and see what else is there, you know, to realize that, well, maybe the things that you thought about really aren't that crazy and really you're not the only one thinking it, you know, but you don't know until you really go out there, you know, and I think conference is always a, a great great way to just meet like-minded individuals, you know, and uh, uh, talk to them and discuss ideas, you know, and if anything, it'll just give you a chance just to get your feet wet. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, definitely and looking forward to There's actually a couple, sorry, I didn't mean to cut no, you. No, you're fine, but There's a couple of other ones that I'm going to be involved with that we'll talk about off air when we're done with the interview, but do uh, you have any other questions for him, Josh? No, man, I'm just really looking forward to... Uh to touching base and catching up in, in Kansas City uh, this summer with you, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I honestly, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, you know, and can't wait to see you guys too. Well, yeah, we're not we're not the important thing. It's the conference and the people oh, there. Guys, you guys are to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much, Adnan. And um, there's um, there's actually some stuff that I 
I am more intrigued in talking with you as than I did before. I'm a really busy guy, and I've always been meaning to reach out with you about different things, and I just haven't. But now, after this interview and talking with you tonight, I think I'm going to be talking to you a lot more. It's all. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, this is the only time span where I'm basically not being jumped on or being asked many questions <laughs> You know, I don't know if you have any experience with kids, but me, oh, yeah, a lot of energy out of you. And yes. they ask questions that you take for granted are brand new to them. You know, oh, so man. you have to basically be this broken record and repeat the same thing over and over again. <laughs> so anyway, maybe future interactions between us two might not be this, this quiet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, Josh and I are family men, so Absolutely. we we understand it. Enjoy and, uh, it, brother. Enjoy. Yeah, it. enjoy it. So. Um, anyways, I would again like to thank you for coming on and hope to have more interactions like this. Hopefully we're going to be doing live interviews and other stuff at the conference. So we'll definitely involve you in that. If you have the time, I know you're going to be quite busy actually. Uh, sure, but uh, this year I'm I'm planning to stay a bit longer. Last year um, I only had the time that I did, but this year I'll definitely be there um, longer than than um, than last year. Last year I had to cut it short and go to another state, but um, you know I had to. Um, yeah, this year we can actually talk more and relax, and you know just have a good time. Because at the same time, as great as great as it is to learn about all these new things being together and interacting is you know just as important yeah absolutely i'm really all right well um appreciate it i would just like to say because it hasn't been said in this episode josh that this has been good sauce oh see (laughs) that's why i was keeping quiet um, thank you to all of our listeners and (laughs) our 100th episode is coming up this is episode 95 we're only five away from our 100th episode where we'll have special guests um including some of our listeners and if you would like to be on that episode with us just email us call us 913-730-7255 ectoplasmshow.com uh ectoplasm show on twitter instagram ectoplasm show at gmail.com you can find us at anywhere just look up ectoplasm (laughs) Uh, there's not much else out there in the old studies on ectoplasm all over the place make sure you check out our micro events with nick redfern we got coming up and we're hopefully doing it with other people we have premium content coming in your face pretty soon (laughs) and rate and review us on itunes that'll be great and we will see you next week on our news show peace out 